1: visit hellotend.com slash sale that's hello t e n d dot com slash sale and book your free consult today.
0: Welcome back to Becky L Daily presented by BetMGM, Eddie Gross, Joe Strowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Joining us now to talk about the NBA playoffs is Vaughn Dalzell from NBC Sports Edge. Thank you so much, Vaughn, for joining us here. So we've got the Celtics as seven and a half or eight point favorites against the Heat here in game five, depending upon where you are looking. Do you believe that the Heat can close this one out or are the Celtics going to cover a massive number?
2: This is a massive number for the Celtics. And I have not really liked to back them as large favorites in the postseason or the regular season this year. And this series to me has been very difficult to cap, guys. I mean, I was on the Heat game one. I love fading the Celtics in game ones of their series. I think it's the right way every single time. Uh, But game twos and threes, I went back on the Celtics. And uh, people that did that, Probably went game four Heat money line, which is what I went uh, because I saw nothing out of the Celtics in game three that made me want to play that team, uh, unless you're talking about Peyton Pritchard or Luke Cornett. Uh, but game four, you know, that third <laughs> quarter really, really showed out for the Celtics and showed that's when that game kind of started. And why you may look at that game and say they can cover this big number here. I'm going to say the opposite. I'm not going to buy into the recency bias. I think the Miami Heat are the better team right now. They're playing like the better team right now. They're the better coach team right now. And the depth. The depth is what I really like the Celtics in the series, but I feel like the Miami Heat's depth has been, you know, the biggest productivity thing that they, they've had going for them outside of Jimmy Butler scoring 30-plus. So uh, I really like the Miami Heat in this game. i them a plus-8 spring line, and if they lose this game, I'll be back on them in game six as well. I don't believe in the Celtics going to seven here. All right, when the Celtics were huge favorites games 1 and 2, when
0: Miami won, it, it, they win by 6 and 7. Last couple games in the series have been blowouts. Miami by 26, yeah. Boston uh, Boston 17. So are, are you thinking we're going to get stage in the series where we're actually going to have a close game? Uh, why Miami
2: plus the, the number and not on the money line? Yeah, well, I am playing the money line too. Definitely got to sprinkle that at plus yeah. 260, <laughs> plus 250. Yeah. I mean – you got to get a piece of that, especially when we, we, you know, we made good money on them in the game one, too. But I think that this game will not be as close as it indicates, to be honest with you. I think the playoffs in general have been like that a lot. You can make good money taking these alternate spreads. Uh, and I saw you know on Twitter and Instagram it's trending a little bit that Charles Barkley guaranteed the Celtics to win this game. People said, all right, eight alternate spread minus 15 locked in. Um, you know, and I, 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 <laughs> I kind of thought, you know, this game, if the Celtics lose this game, I don't think it's going to be a close game. I think the Heat control this game in every aspect. If the Celtics win, there's more opportunity for them to win this game in a blowout. But to be honest with you, you know, I, I saw the Celtics quotes and I had a game four and them saying, don't let us win one or we're pushing this to seven. That's what everybody says. I, don't, I just don't believe these guards and the three-point shooting from the Celtics is going to fall apart at some point. So, yeah, give me the Heat plus eight. On the money line. Forget about the Celtics, guys.
1: Love it. I bet Heat money line yesterday, so I'm with you on this. The other thing that we haven't talked about is the coaching matchup as well. Like, Missoula has made some mistakes, and if I trust anyone in this situation, even if, like, Tatum has a great night, like, Spo and the Heat are going to be prepared for that. And the Celtics haven't even played that well in game fives at home throughout the playoffs, so I don't understand why the spread is the way it is, and I just think there is so much value on the Heat money line. Where are you looking props-wise, either on the Celtics or the Heat? What do you have your eye on?
2: Yeah, yeah. well, I agree. I think Eric is definitely the better coach here, Aaron. I think he showed that. I think the rotations, too, because we kind of talked about this on Bet the Edge a couple days ago about what the Celtics should do with the rotation. You know, I think Robert Williams should be in that starting lineup. As the center, Um, you know, you could take Al Horford off the bench, and I think that would give them a lot of beneficial. uh, It would benefit them in a lot of ways. But to me, I think the Celtics uh, in general, they've been a good fade for a lot of their players. One guy I've faded three games in a row now is Jalen Brown. Uh, I've waited until his, uh, you know, until the first quarter, and then I kind of fade him on his points, rebounds, assist line. This guy's averaged between 32 and 35 points, rebounds, assists almost every single game. In the postseason so as soon as that number creeps up go ahead and take the under or take the under now at 32 and a half uh, that dude is I think four of 24 from three-point line <laughs> uh, and he has five wow. or six free throw attempts uh, so to me Jalen Brown just looks really checked out in a lot of ways I know Malcolm Brogdon's another guy his points props dropped down to nine and a half I've been looking at that under as well you know he threw up a goose egg uh, last time out and to me Brogdon just doesn't look like he's all the way, um, you know, checked in as well. A couple of these guys for the Celtics just look like they're tired of playing with each other, to be honest with you. I know a lot of guys are going to be looking at money in the offseason. So that's just another reason, too, why I like the Miami Heat in this one with all the guards you know, playing very subpar for the Celtics.
0: Well, let's add some context to Malcolm Brogdon here because The Athletic uh, came out with a story saying that he has been playing through a partial tear in the tendon running from his right elbow to his forearm, and I'm not a doctor, so I don't know how much that injury will affect him going forward or how long it takes to heal, any of those things, but I gotta believe throughout the course of a grueling playoff series where you only have one day's rest between games, that at some point, he could wear down a good bit more, and he's the sixth man of the year for the re- for a reason. You know, The Celtics have needed him throughout the regular season in these playoffs to shine, and if he's got a point total of nine and a half and he's hurt and we're not sure just how healthy he can be throughout the rest of the series that's saying go under right yeah
2: yeah absolutely I mean he's oh and five from three in his last two games I think he's one and ten from three in the last three games uh, he's only made one shot from the field in the past two games and I don't think he's attempted a free throw uh, a free throw attempt either in the last two games so yeah, that injury has definitely been bothering him. He's a guy, you know, I love Brogdon. He made me a ton of money this year in that uh, that six-man-of-the-year market when everybody was going Emmanuel quickly. But to be honest with you, I mean, at this point in time, which you have saw the past two games, he has not played well at all. He's not been able to shoot the ball nor really get assists for his teammates either, and that may be something with the extension of his arm. But as someone who hasn't played more than 20 minutes the past two games, definitely got to go under a Malcolm Brogdon guy like Derek White will probably play a little bit more minutes than Brogdon. Uh, obviously, Marcus smart, too. So I would lean overs on those guys. we we'll at those guys' PRA props um, before I take Brogdon's, but I'm with you, Ed. Brogdon's under points. Under points, rebounds, assists. Under points and assists. Whatever you can do, you got to fade Brogdon tonight. Any other player props? What, what exactly are your favorites? My favorites? I'm going to keep riding Jalen Brown, to be honest with you guys. I, th- I think Jalen Brown... Maybe on a different team soon. And I hate saying that because, you know, you look at the Vince Carter, the Trace McGrady, you look at some other, you know, duos in the past, and these guys all ha- could have such terrific careers together and accomplish great things. And I don't think Brown are going to be able to do that together. I think they're going to be able to, sh- to trade one of these two, let one of these two walk, not pay them max profit. And I think that uh, Brown's probably the guy they let walk, obviously. Tatum's the best player on the team, so – I'm gonna continue fading Jalen Brown. His 22 and a half points, his 33 and a half, 34 and a half points rebounds assists. Uh, those are my favorite plays. Again, this guy's not getting to the free throw line. He's not making threes, and that's what Jalen Brown needs to do. So, uh, Jalen Brown fading him is my favorite uh, prop. And his three point props two and a half, by the way, uh, juice. But I like the under on that. So everything Jalen Brown under. That's my favorite. <laughs>
1: Speaking of juice, really quick for those listening live, Malcolm Brogdon's points prop is on the move. The nine and a half is juice. Some books have taken it down and I saw one book went to eight and a half just now. So I'm like, dang it. Maybe they're listening to us <laughs> or they read that article in The Athletic and they're quickly changing it. Uh, Joe uh, Ostrowski brought up something really good uh, earlier in the show about Caleb Martin. He's been one of yeah. the you know, role players that's been a surprise and just a key contributor, aside from Gabe Vincent, who's obviously injured. What are you expecting from Caleb Martin and would you look at his points prop?
2: I mean, I wouldn't talk you off it. This It's been, it's been insane, the undrafted players for the Heat, and how good they've been. But Caleb Martin averaging 18.5 points per game. I think when they showed the graphic during game four, that was top five all time uh, for conference finals off the bench. So this guy has just really been outstanding. I would probably look at his three-point props. Um, you know, if you're getting three for plus money over two-and-a-half for plus money, may not be a bad angle. He's three and one to the over. Uh, so far, he made two in the previous game. But he's also attempted – 10 or more field goal attempts in three out of four of the games during this series. And that's what you need uh, for a guy with a player prop around 11 and a half, 12 and a half, 13 and a half, those type of numbers. So I'm with you, Aaron. I would definitely take an over on Caleb Martin's points prop. Over, over two and a half three-pointers, I think, is a good one as well. Um, and another guy that may be stepping up tonight, um, this is going to sound pretty wild probably. But I see some sharps on Grant Williams. And I think Grant Williams is going to play a good, decent amount of minutes, especially if Brogdon's is not completely healthy. Uh, but Grant Williams is another guy I might look at his points or his rebounds prop. You know, he's been, um, say, a motivator for the Celtics, a guy that's been playing with some heart lately. Uh, may not be the best of heart, but he's playing with heart. So uh, I do like Caleb Barnes' overs. I like Grant Williams' overs. Uh, I'm not really looking at too many star player overs in this game, to be honest with you. I think the role players step up.
0: He's Vaughn Dalzell of NBC Sports Edge here on BetQL Daily. So, Vaughn, as we continue dissecting these Eastern Conference Finals, the Denver Nuggets get to enjoy a lot of rest. They are oh, yeah. enjoying life right now. They have very little to <laughs> worry about. Are there finals bets that you have made in the last couple of days or things that you want to make going forward?
2: Um, I'm leaning towards playing the Miami Heat to win the NBA Finals like as of today because I think they're going to, like I said, if they win, uh, we're getting a better number on them today than we would tomorrow. Uh, but looking at the Nuggets, you've got to play Jokic MVP over the, over the uh, Nuggets to win the NBA Finals if you're playing that because you're obviously shaving off Probably, you know, 50 cents on the dollar, 60 cents on the dollar, that type of thing. And as discussed with NBC's guys, Jokic is probably, if they win, 95 to 97% chance, chance likely that Jokic is win the uh, finals MVP over Jamal Murray. I mean, Murray averaged 32 points per game in this series and didn't even sniff uh, winning the uh, Magic Johnson trophy over Jokic. So uh, obviously, <laughs> if, you're, if you like the Nuggets, you've got to take Jokic to win finals MVP before you take the Nuggets. Um, I'm going to take the Heat, though, and Jimmy Butler uh, to win finals MVP because I really like these undrafted players. Don't forget about Tyler Hero, too. Uh, he's been getting some shots up. He's going to be back for the finals, uh, and that's going to be exciting, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Uh, but I think the Heat just have so much depth. And you look at you know a couple of the guys for the Nuggets. We're talking about Christian Braun, Jeff Green, and Bruce Brown. That is your bench for the Nuggets. And for some reason, the Lakers were super competitive but could not win a game and have their, their role players step up. I think the Miami Heat, and they've proved it already, that they have role players that could step up here. So everything we've seen, a lack of excitement here in the conference finals for the Eastern and Western, I think we get that made up for in the NBA finals with the Heat and Nuggets. I think it's a six- or seven-game series. Only way I'm playing that over five-and-a-half games, uh, Jimmy Butler and Heat. So I'll be in the minority, but I, I, I love Jimmy Butler. So uh, Hero finals MVP? That's what I just heard. I don't yeah, even Jimmy listen. Butler. <laughs> okay, But I'm always like I mean, you'll numbers. get good money on Hero though. That's probably going to be 25 <laughs> to 1. Uh but I wouldn't take it. I wouldn't take it. I uh, yeah, might be higher. Uh yeah, yeah, no, no. It's that's not going to happen. It's going to be
0: Jimmy and that's a little bit of a better price than uh, Heat to win the title. All right, I know you've got a baseball angle for today, Vaughn. What are you thinking?
2: Yeah, we're gonna go uh, early in the day. Alec Manoa. I was joking with you guys. I might have to drop him from my fantasy team here pretty soon. <laughs> uh, third round pick, ranked one thousand fourth in Yahoo Fantasy Standard Leagues. So this guy is absolutely getting shelled almost every single start. He has three losses in his last four, uh, five or less Ks in all four of those games. And uh, to be honest with you, I love the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, this is a team that everybody probably raised, everybody loves because they've been making money, but. You saw yesterday the bats came to play after they got smacked up. It was like 20-1 to uh, on Wednesday. Uh, So you just look at these bats. I love it, to be honest with you. The Blue Jays have lost four straight starts in five of the last six with Manoa, uh, and his ERA is almost at a six for the month of May. So one of my favorite pitchers has been absolutely atrocious this year. If he keeps it up, he's going to be pitching for the Pittsburgh Pirates next year, so you better bring it Alec Manoa. Uh, But we're going under 5.5Ks. Should be easy money. And I'd even played a 4.5Ks. If you're getting plus 120, you're better.
1: Yeah, Manoa has not lived up to expectations this season. I want to go back to NBA. Sorry to go back to that. But do you think the rest, because the finals start a week from today, will that hurt or help the Nuggets? We've got about a minute left.
2: It's tough to say because we haven't seen a finals like this have give these teams this much rest. And I thought, you know, if the Heat had the same amount of rest, it would probably benefit the Heat a little more, because you guys, you got Kyle Lowry, who's, you know, old, banged up. Jimmy Butler, yeah. all this, uh, you know, all this wear and tear on him. And then Tyler Hero coming back. So I felt like it would have benefited the Heat more. But for the Nuggets, I, I get a little nervous with the rust factor. That's definitely for sure. Because when you have a whole week off not playing a competitive game, the rust factor does come into play here. So uh, I might actually lean the Miami Heat if they win tonight. I like their rest over the Denver Nuggets. Either the Nuggets have a couple extra days. But Aaron playing in the mile high uh I don't doesn't not are the home team it's gonna be hard for whoever comes there so Denver should be okay games one and
0: two yeah home court advantage for the Nuggets uh certainly beneficial by the way uh we'll we'll double check the tape and make sure that I did ask for Alec Manoa to be included in our list of losers Vaughn so we're definitely (laughs) seeing eye to eye as far as that bet is concerned Vaughn Dahlsell from NBC Sports Edge thank you so much for your time we greatly appreciate it this is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM coming up we go back to the gridiron and talk about the NFL's most complete teams and how we should bet them right here on the BecQL Network.